0: your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included.
1: Hey, hey, Boss Reballers. We have a super special episode. And Tim, you'll have to agree, it was pretty exciting, wasn't it? It,
2: it was awesome. I mean, I think I've, I've known Ray Higdon for oh, probably about three years now. I was uh, I had the privilege of going on a cruise Um, with Ray as part of a a team trip. And Ray is just the epitome of a hard worker, but he's also really someone that everyone can learn from because he has such high level content um, you know I would say that he's a network marketer by trade, but he's really a businessman that anyone can learn from and I think that's what we really what we really found out in this interview is that anyone whether you have a brick and mortar online business network marketing, you can learn so much from our from our interview here to, to today
1: yeah, yeah, I would say you know what this message this messages show is for you if you have ever thought about blogging and the power of blogging. I mean, he just epitomizes that consistency that we talk about and why he's been able to make um, his blog such a success. So he drops major value bombs around that. So make sure to just tune in for this episode because you're going to learn so much about how to get in the mind of somebody who has created a very successful seven-figure business. And yes, this does apply for you, whether you're in network marketing, internet marketing, or any other industry like Tim talked about. It's just, it's a great show.
2: I can't wait for them to
1: hear it. Yep. So here we go, guys. So Ray, you know, Tim and I were talking about your success in business, impressive trajectory of what you have accomplished. And it's clear that one of the central themes... Is your consistency? Can you comment to that? Is some, is that something you innately just have that ability to do, or is it something that you learned over time?
3: Yeah, you know, it's a it's a good question. Um, I I'm constantly asked about daily routine and, and consistency and everything, and I definitely think you know I, I I just haven't done anything very well in the beginning. Like anything I've ever tried, I literally suck at you know, whether it's public speaking, marketing, closing, talking to people, I've literally sucked at all those things. And it was just my perseverance of and determination of I was going to get better that has made me get better. And, you know, I think, you know, I'm sure some of the books that I've read over the years, like Compound Effect and Slight Edge, have definitely helped for me to embrace the power of consistency. But you know, I I just look at what can I continuously add to the marketplace that's going to solidify the vision of who I want to become. And when I've taught daily routine in the past for years, I taught daily routine. And what I found is the awareness of a daily routine makes no difference Um, (laughs) because you can go and study a book on daily routine. But if you don't have the vision of who you want to become and why you're doing it, you won't you won't stick with it. And so I think the key to consistency is having a vision of who you want to become and why you're doing those things that are important to that vision of who you want to become. That's,
2: that's great. Now, did you have a moment in your life that like a boss free moment where you're like, you know what? I cannot work for the man anymore.
3: Um, You know, I mean, I like, like most things in my life, you know, I've kind of had a, a continuing awareness of things I like or don't like. And when I when I decide something, it usually happens, you know, fairly quick. But I remember my, you know, my last job, I was a, a database administrator for an insurance company and I was working in that job and I, you know, I, I'd, I'd kind of made it. You know, I, I was making a good salary. I was, you know, um, in all aspects, you know, I saw myself as successful And it's kind of weird because I looked at, at that point, I looked at my boss and I looked at his boss and, and I saw that I I didn't want to, I didn't want their jobs. I didn't want their lack of freedom. I didn't want the demands and responsibilities that they had. And it was frustrating to me because I'd always had an eye on where I wanted to go next and where I was, there was no, Ooh, I want that next. And so, you know, becoming an entrepreneur made a lot of sense because there's just no limits to to being an entrepreneur.
1: Now, I know the answer to this because I've read um, your blog. I've been a follower of your blog for, for several years. But what has been that kind of process? I'm assuming that the first company that you joined in MLM or network marketing was not the success that you anticipated. How many times, how many... How many companies, how many failures did you have to go through before it finally hit?
3: A lot. I mean, I was in, um, you know, I don't I don't know the official tally. I know it was around 10 or 11. And, you know, that can be kind of misleading because, I mean, there were times where I was in three at one time. And because I just, <laughs> you know, I was like the trench coat guy, you know, hey, you don't want this? How about this? And um, I didn't get it. I thought network marketing was about Just selling things, and it's you know that's a that's a a small portion of it, but it's not the gist of it. If you want to become successful, it's not become good at selling things. It's become good at building community, culture, you know, and and being a leader. And so um, it was either my eleventh or twelfth company that it really you know a combination of I was ready and. It was the right timing and, and everything where I became the number one income earner in that company and, you know, had a lot of fun and, you know, and, uh, and crushed it. And that's where really all of our success has come from these last few years is that success in that company led us to creating our information products, our coaching, our training, our running events. And, you know, so I'm very, very grateful to the network marketing profession.
1: So out of curiosity, did the, did the network marketing come, come before the blog I should say the network marketing success, did that come before the blog or was the blog kind of the springboard to, to get your name out there to grow your business?
3: So I had, as far as, as the blog, I, I saw the vision of having a blog a little bit before I had, I started having success in network marketing. I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of writing almost like easing articles, you know, on my blog, like, you know, I mean, one one blog would be about costumes for kids and another one would be in selling a little affiliate thing. And so I didn't know what I was doing um, when I really decided to, to crush it in that company, which was July 15th, 2009. That's when I also started shortly thereafter, probably that same month. I started blogging and but I was blogging, not getting results but I'm just that type of guy that I just assume almost everything that I start doesn't have immediate success, but I just keep doing it. And so I was blogging, but I was also prospecting, getting 20 no's a day every single day while I also threw a blog out there, not necessarily every day, maybe three to four times a week. And uh, I was just hoping that at some point, and not, not really hoping, but I knew at some point that blog would get traction and it would start generating leads to me if people who wanted to talk to me versus me reaching out and talking to all the people that didn't want to hear from me.
1: And how long did that take, Ray?
3: You know, my my guess would be around six months. It was oh, something like good. that. You know, it, it could have it could have taken, and, and it's not like I had an avalanche of leads. I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, six months and I was probably getting 10 leads a day. And, um, you know, but I just, I, it wouldn't have mattered if it was three years. I would have kept doing it. That's just kind of the nutcase that that I am, you know, I just do if I if I see something that makes sense, I just keep doing it. And in fact, in July of 2009, I told my girlfriend at the time, I said, Hey, listen, the next two years are going to be sheer hell. Um, You know, I'm going to be working nonstop. I got to get out of foreclosure because I was in foreclosure at the time. And, um, you know, I got to get out of all this debt. I was over a million dollars in debt from real estate. And, um, you know, so I told her next two years are going to be hell. I didn't know that, you know, 5 months later I'd be making 10,000 a month, 7 months 40,000 a month. And so it just it just kind of catapulted from there and now we you know we don't have to do prospecting if, you know, if we don't want to. We get, you know, 3 to 4,000 leads a month from the blog. So it's, you know, it's it's certainly nice to have people reaching out to you.
2: Now you said that um that you know you used your blog as a way for people to come mm-hmm. to you that wanted to talk to you. So can you talk a little bit more that that people have labeled that attraction marketing? Could you sure. talk more about how exactly that works and how people can use that who are listening?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really how every business should work. I mean, every edit you know, most people that they they start each month off at zero, they They uh, are constantly pounding the numbers or going door to door or whatever your version of that is. They're not taking the time to put value into the marketplace and value in the marketplace is, you know, videos that solve a problem that, you know, help an issue in a particular marketplace. And so whatever niche that you're in, I think personally, I think blogging is, is the best way to go, but putting content into that marketplace is, is smart. Most people aren't ready to buy your service or product or join your opportunity or anything like that. They want to do a little bit of research first, or they want to know about you first, or they'd like to see that you're someone they want to work with. And so, you know, if someone watches a few of my videos, they're pretty likely to purchase a product or or something like that. But if I just sent someone cold, hey, buy my product, it's unlikely actually for them to to purchase it. Um you know it's just it's just way more likely when someone says hey this this person knows what he's doing, and he's helped me out for free uh, for a period of time. Let me check out what he has in his paid product category yeah, building and that rapport build yeah building that rapport and showing them that you know that it's it's that whole reciprocation you know when you when people see that we pump out you know five to seven blogs a week and we've done that for five years." They go back and they see all these different things like, oh, my God, man, this yeah, you know, this, so this guy's really providing value to the marketplace. Let me take a look at his products versus most people. They just have a product that they're trying to sell.
1: And is the blog something that you that you envision continuing wow, forever for for as long <clears> as it <throat> is? And does it evolve? Right. Is it more of a conglomerate type of thing where you have some network marketing flair and just other other types of offerings as your business evolves?
3: Yeah, you know, my um, my my business. Um, you know, I've I've been hired by different people. I mean, I've trained insurance agents. Um, I just had a, a a snack box company that's not an MLM actually hire me to help them with their marketing. I had a couple. I had a law firm out of um, Texas hire me to to help them with their stuff. And so I, I get those kind of things. However, one thing that I preach to to my clients is you should only have one marketing message per marketing channel. So right now I have uh four blogs. Um two of which we haven't actually launched yet, but they're they're pretty much done and I have a blog in another category of business and then I have um you know my main blog. And so my suggestion would be is if if someone has multiple interests or they have you know, different uh, categories of, of the marketplace of, that they want to, you know, do well in, don't mix those. So, you know, for my health and wellness network marketers, don't one day talk about the ORAC score of strawberries and the next day talk about making money from Craigslist. Right. Those are two very different things. You know, um, I'm not suggesting to, to have multiple blogs until you wait, make one successful. You know, I had, you know, our blog is generating over $2 million in, in revenue a year before we even launched a second blog. And so, you know, I'm not saying you have to wait that long, but I just wouldn't mix the message. Hone in and and hone in on one target market, one avatar, and do really well in that one marketing channel. And then if you want to, if you get that successful, then explore out and create new marketing channels. It's a great tip. Thanks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, what, what are... Some other important tips for network marketers to increase their probability of success.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, network marketing is, you know, like, like a lot of, you know, commission type jobs, um, you know, or commission type, you know, whatever occupations is, you know, it really is a numbers game. And that doesn't mean to be lazy in your skills. I'm always suggesting if you can increase your conversions, well then you get to talk to fewer people. You know, when when we call leads and they're you know anxiously awaiting our call, that's very different than just pounding numbers, going door to door or buying lists or something like that. And so, you know, you always, if you want to succeed in network marketing, it comes down to one thing and that's how many eyeballs did you get on your presentation? And that could be online, offline, cold market, warm market, doesn't matter but how many eyeballs did you get on your presentation? And if, if someone says to me, I'm really, really hungry for success, I'll just ask them, okay, how many eyeballs did you get on the presentation last week? And if they say, well, I'm, you know, I'm kind of studying right now, that means they're, they're, they don't get it. Um, you have to, and you know you don't have to be perfect Before you get to eyeballs on the presentation, you don't have to be successful before you get eyeballs on the presentation. You just have to get eyeballs on the presentation. And then you constantly work on your, you know, capabilities, on your skill set, and you'll get better at converting those eyeballs on the presentation. But it all starts there. And I think a lot of people, they get stuck in, you know, learning branding and learning all these other things and, you know, which are great to learn at certain stages in your business. You know, there's a there's a great book out there by Michael Masterson. It's not actually his real name, but um, he he wrote it under the name Michael Masterson, and it's called Ready Fire Aim. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you're not at a million dollars a year, go sell stuff. You know, don't <laughs> don't don't even buy a new computer until you're at a million a year, and then you can start you know sharpening your pencils and organizing. But first, get to that million a year. And um, you know, I'm not saying it has to be a million a year, but become profitable. And you do that by getting eyeballs on the presentation, at least in network marketing.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And actually, that books come up a couple of times before, and it's a, it's a great book to learn. It it really to me it showed the whole importance of if you're not up to seven figures, your business is really in is in its infancy. And so mm-hmm. while most people will sit there and, and focus on on. I don't know, the operation side or if they have a packaging thing or how does my online product <laughs> right. look? It's like, no, We're what blueprint. are you doing to sell? Exactly. Like, <laughs> right. like, are you selling? And I know that right. sounds completely crazy. I was talking to Tim about it. I go, Tim, oh my God, this is so obvious in the books. Like, duh, there should be nothing else that we focus on beyond selling. And so that's right. implica- applicable and translatable to any business that you're in. So I think that's really powerful. It's a great book. We'll have it linked up in the show notes. It's it's a great read. Um, So question for you, Ray. What is the ballsiest move you've ever made as an entrepreneur?
3: Huh? Ballsiest (laughs) move. Um, I mean, there's there's definitely been a few. I mean, I would say the – I mean, probably if you knew my history when I left corporate America, I mean, I was at $80,000 a year. My my wife, who we, who, we, who we actually went through divorce, but uh, my, my wife at the time wasn't working. We had two kids. I had full benefits and, you know, pretty safe salary and everything. And I left that for guaranteed nothing. Um, so I would say that's probably the ballsiest move <laughs> there. As far as an entrepreneur, like since then, I would say running our first major event You know, we had never sold coaching like in mass before. And when we ran our first event, Top Runner Academy, back in 2013, we got hit with a lot of surprises. And it was like $75,000 to to run that event. And um, so we $75,000 out the door. We got hit with a surprise from the IRS. We had to move. Um, because there was, um, uh, just a long story. So there, there were like multiple things that really tackled us all at one time and, and we had never sold coaching. So we literally had no idea if we would even cover our costs. We were 75,000 out of pocket before the doors even opened. Wow. And so that, that was, uh, that was pretty scary. That was some intense times. Now that three day event did over half a million, but we didn't ba- know that not
1: bad <laughs>
3: <laughs> we didn't know that, and so we were we were quite we had some tear field nights before that uh-huh. um but um, you know my saying that I just believe I've just seen it so many times is before I ever major breakthrough is a breakdown, and so you know I now look forward to breakdowns, believe it or not, you know we actually like we have we have a big product we we have the biggest product launch we've ever done opening up in in may, and um you know, I, I just when I first started talking about it, I was getting so nervous. I'm like, oh, man, this thing's going to be big. And so now I, I use nervousness and stress as an indicator of I should definitely plow through versus in the la- in And before I understood that, I would feel it and be like, oh, maybe my gut's telling me something I shouldn't do. That's not the case. It's just like a, it's just like a heads up. that Hey, things are about to get insanely awesome. And that's that's how I translate it.
1: No, I love that. And I think for for our boss ballers, that's what we call our community. It really is just identifying mm. that with expanding your comfort zone. It's it's when you're I'm holding up my oh. hands in the shape of a square. It's it's <laughs> if you're hitting up against the top of that, like uh, square, so to speak, that's your comfort zone. It just means you're expanding it. And it's that uncomfortability that you're like, OK, something new is about to happen. Right. Yeah. And and I love that feeling now. And I agree with you. It's like before in the past i I would run away i'm like no you know my my reptilian brain would try to protect me and i know that that's definitely not the case and it's just a a very good point to to ponder is that anytime that you're starting to feel uncomfortable don't see it as something to to shy away from but instead it truly is a moment of empowerment and if you just lean into that that could be pretty powerful
3: so well said
2: yeah thank you (laughs) what's great about what ray said is that he it's a, it's a mindset shift, really, because right. how many people are out there that have that feeling that are going the opposite direction? And it really it's right. just – you just made a decision to say, you know what? This is going to mean that I'm supposed to plow through, not that I'm supposed to retreat. That's right. And so t- talk about mindset because I know mindset is such a huge piece in everything that we all do, but especially for entrepreneurs and network marketers.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean it uh... – it, it can really there. There, I, I think there are way more ways that it can hurt you than help you. And, um, you know, because and, and I think, you know, one of my one of my very favorite books is uh, Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. And he talks about resistance. You know, resistance is that, you know, devil speaking to you. And it's that inner monologue that says who's going to listen to you or why would someone buy that or why should you be doing this or, you know, that's not going to work. And, you know, I I think people need to understand that, you know, those those are all things that everyone experiences, but successful people and champions push through it anyway. So I think the, the, the big myth out there is that, boy, I hope I get to you know, a a point in time in my life where I no longer have resistance, where I no longer feel that, hear that negative voice, there is no time. It's always there. And it comes in different disguises. It comes in different voices. It comes in different reasoning and logic. And so you, at every step of the growth way, if you are growing, you're hearing those voices. You're hearing that, should I even go and, you know, uh, show up to that event? I mean, I've had so many times where I like considered not going to an event and, but that some, for some reason I fought those feelings and I went to the event and made like the greatest connection ever, yes. you know, and I, I remember, um, one of those was at, uh, you know, I met Eric Worry. And we were at. Uh, I was a speaker at No Excuses, and I met him for the first time. And I, you know, I just went up, "Hey, Eric, you know, love your stuff. Thanks for t- all you do." And he said, "Hey, why don't you come out to my event as a VIP man? We'd love to hang out with you." I'm like, "Awesome!" <laughs> and so it was a really, really busy time. I mean, we had so many things going on, and you know, we were like, "Oh man, should we go to this thing?" I mean, God, we got so much going on, and um, we did. And despite our crazy schedule and we had to like leave there to fly to another city, to fly to another city, it was just nuts. But going there, meeting and hanging out with him and a bunch of other guys, he actually had me speak on his stage like a last minute, which was great, which opened me up to a whole new audience. Mm -hmm. And he supported my wife's uh, product launch just a few months later. And uh, let's just say, you know, he contributed to a lot of sales (laughs) and um, but had we not gone there, my estimation, that was in 2000, I want to say 12. My estimation is if I didn't go there, that probably would have cost me over a million dollars. That's my guess, at least. So you don't know if you're missing out on a million. And and what will it mean career-wise? I mean, career-wise, it could mean $10 million easily. So you don't know You know, you look at something, a decision that you're making and you think, ah, it's not a big deal if I go to that, you know, that event or go to, you know, if I go call that guy back, you don't know what that's going to translate to. And, um, you know, so understand that voice is going to happen plow through it. Go mm. do it anyway.
1: That's great. That's great, awesome. great, advice. great so, advice. So tell us, Ray, about your passion project, which you got right now. You you mentioned very briefly that you have a product launch coming up. We want to hear more about it and the pain points that it takes care of.
3: Yeah. You know, when, when you create, and, I, and I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs that are, that are like this, when you create a certain level of success, And you hit some of your milestones. Like one of our milestones was, you know, we wanted to have that seven figure year, and you know, we we you know we've had different milestones, some financial, some personal, and um, you know, when you when you start racking up the points on, on your own personal milestones, you want to start helping other people create their milestones and hit their milestones. And I found that to be true in, in, you know, most entrepreneurs. And so we're actually, we're, uh, we have this, this product, it's called the three minute expert and it's how to become a credible authority in any niche and, uh, you know, practically overnight, whether you're known or not. And what we do is we actually teach exactly step-by-step, screen-by-screen, word-by-word, exactly what we've done to come into a very competitive niche. The home business niche, pretty darn competitive. Mm -hmm. Well, we came into that niche and uh, we've built a multiple million a year uh, brand and, and blog and we're teaching people exactly how we did it. And so we have so many people that we've helped over the years and we've never actually put all of that advice into one location. And that's what we're doing with this with this product launch. So and, you know, just so we're clear, this isn't just for home business or network marketers. Uh, for example, my, my buddy Matthew, which we do a case study on and, and you'll get to see it if you check out the page. But we did a case study on Matthew when Matthew first went through our blog training, he was actually spamming his MLM link in Facebook groups, not making a dime, totally frustrated, felt like he was working a lot, but wasn't making any money. Last year, his kitchen redesign blog did over $700,000 in revenue. Wow. Now think about that. Just think about the contrast, right? <laughs> MLM spammer dude to 700K <laughs> blog outside of that profession. Um, we have, I mean, just so many people that we've helped uh, with with creating their the right brand with their blog, and so a couple of the points that we really hammer that I find are, are just so critical if you're going to go down this route is content creation and monetization. There's a lot of people out there that are blogging that aren't making money. And there's a lot of people that have a blog, but they don't really know what to say. Well, we take you through all of my different traffic strategies. There are 14 places that I share each and every blog that I put out. I go through my pre-blog setup. There are about nine steps that I go through before I finish any kind of blog to make sure it gets the most Google juice and SEO juice, whatever, and increases my engagement and interaction, which is just, you know, so powerful. You know, uh, Mari Smith, she says, uh, Content is king, but engagement is queen and she rules the house. Right. (laughs) So there's a lot of people that are creating a lot of content, but they're not making money. They're not getting engagement. They're not getting interaction. And then there's some people out there that, you know, they don't have a blog and all they're doing is they're basically like door to door salesmen. And that could be, you know, just just talking to people on Facebook or, you know, calling people or buying leads or whatever there's a better way and we teach you that way and it doesn't matter if you're technical, we walk you through assuming you don't know anything about technology and uh, so we just take you step by step how to go from zero to a total online branded hero for your marketplace a credible expert that gets asked to be on interviews like this and gets asked to speak on stages like we have. And that's what we teach you from beginning to end. That's a pretty uh, pretty complete formula. Wow, so I how, want that. How, yeah. <laughs> you
1: told me, right?
2: <laughs> How How long is the course? How is it divided? How is it set up? What's it, what's the yeah. what it looks like. So
3: <clears throat> we um, you know, we did this is our very this is like um if, if there was a, a versioning of our courses, this is definitely 2.0. Because in the past, we've done, um, you know, kind of the standard product, you know, creation in that we have modules, right? You have, you know, three to six modules, and module one covers this, this, and this, and module two covers this, this, and this. And you don't really know when one starts and when ends and when, we, you know what I mean? Sure. This one, we've actually broken out. There's, uh, I think there's, ooh, uh, I think there's, there's quite a few modules, okay? But each one is extremely specific like we know that there are going to be people come in that maybe maybe they're already blogging. Well, they can skip a lot of the different, you know, modules out there and they can go right to monetization. They can go right to traffic. They can go right to engagement. Or maybe someone already has a blog and they just need content. Well, we have one video that is my 10 strategies for unlimited content creation. That video alone is worth the investment of the course. And you will literally, my guarantee in that video is you'll never run out of of things to talk about ever again. And if you ever hit a stumbling block, you just watch the video again. And one of the bonuses, and we have, you know, I've anticipated every possible obstacle that people have when it comes to creating online content. Um, And one of them is consistency. So I actually have a video this thing is so hardcore. It is it is six my six strategies to being more consistent. And I'm telling you, if anyone ever gets the nudge of mm, I haven't been consistent, Watch that video i I assure you one of those things are going to resonate with you at least one, and uh, you'll be on your way to consistency. so I break down all the different fears, I break down the mindset hangups I break it down you know the the myth of daily routine. Uh, I do share my daily routine in that, but um, I break down the myth of you know just knowing a daily routine isn't isn't enough and uh, but we have six strategies in there on being consistent, and we just have i mean we really we looked at. What prevents someone be- from becoming a humongous online brand through their blog? And we anticipated every single obstacle, and we put it in that course.
1: So great. So then how about in terms of support? Because we all know that you can have a secret to success, but it, the the support component, the community aspect, I think is also really important. Do you have a, a back end? Have you developed that community support process for people?
3: Yeah. You know, we actually... Um, for those, we actually have support that calls anyone who's a brand new buyer through our, our product. Um, and we just make sure they're able to log in. They're able to know, you know, what what the actual, you know, any kind of issues that they may have, or if they have a question, they point them directly to where it is. So we we have a full team of support people. Um, and also, you know, we're very dedicated to, to helping people create success. And so, you know, we're there to, to help people and I think an important thing to point out is I'm not talking about something that I'm just like, boy, here's a hot topic. I mean, I've been blogging five to seven times a week for five years. So I know I know what it takes. I know what we're doing as far as monetization, as far as traffic, engagement, et cetera. And so this isn't something that, you know, we just started studying recently. We know it inside and out. So we know that we can help people with it.
1: That's great so
3: and, and and with the launch I, f- I actually forgot to say this with the launch we actually are doing live q a if someone buys during the launch we actually have multiple live q a webinars where you oh, can get perfect. on and you're able to ask your questions as well and uh, you know we just want to make sure everyone is able to to go through it that's, yeah, that's
1: perfect i, I was absolutely. just gonna say how else are, are you getting the word out i mean you're doing the podcast tour uh, when people get on via the webcast or the webinar you're, they're answering questions etc and i guess I would say, who is this not for? So, um, who, who would be the person to be like, yeah, that's not for me.
3: I don't want to blog. Is that great? Great question. So, in my, if, so, if someone told me, hey, Ray, go dominate uh, kitchen cabinets, mm-hmm. um, I would create a blog. And I would start doing my research to find out what are the common questions with kitchen cabinets? What are the typical construction of kitchen cabinets? Who are the makers of kitchen cabinets? What are the most hottest selling brands of kitchen cabinets? I mean, that, but step one, if you notice was create a blog. So if someone wants long-term success in any niche, they should be blogging period. Um, Here's who it's not for. If someone wants to get rich overnight and if they, if they stop just for a second they'll learn, they'll uncover that they've been going broke trying to get rich quick, right? Because that's what happens. The people that want to get rich quick overnight, or if someone will say to me, I just want to make money. Well, that means you have no respect of money. You, don't, you think you can make money without putting value in the marketplace. Mm. That's also someone not for yes. the product, okay? So this is someone that understands that if I want to make money, I simply increase my value to the marketplace. We show you how to do that. We show you how to increase value in whatever marketplace you want to, you know, be dominant in, and we teach that no matter what it is, whether you're social media. I mean, one of my clients is a, um, he owns a, a generator company in uh, Naples, Florida, and he has doubled his revenue by doing blogs about generators. That is now crazy. you would think generators, what, what, what why would what,
1: people how? want to read about that every day? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: They you know and and he he doesn't necessarily see some niches you don't necessarily build a tribe right but everyone goes to Google and asks their questions, and it's not yeah. typically where do I buy a generator it's what what size of generator should I need so guess what should be a blog title what size what of size generator, generator do you need right. right here here's the breakdown here's the blueprint. And so just by doing those little blogs, and, and he he doesn't do them daily or anything like that, but he just does them consistently. He do, He's dominating his area. And so it doesn't matter, local, international, national, it just doesn't matter. I think blogging is the key to building a consistent amount of leads to you, branding yourself, and really dominating so that you don't have to cold call every day, so you don't have to go door to door every day. And so that that's just my belief on that. And we show you how to do it. That's so-
1: phenomenal I gonna say so the net net is so if you're a shyster not <laughs> adding value to the market this isn't not for you that's not, not how bonus. we roll no. over here <laughs> I
3: I don't I don't call the get rich quick crowd shysters actually they're just honestly they're just misinformed so they have heard they've bought the baloney on a sales page of some guy saying I made $10,000 my first night well they're, you're not hearing the two years of effort that went in before that first night. Sure. And so, you know, I, people who want to get rich quick, most of the time, now some of them are, are just, you know, con artists or whatever, but um, most of them, I would say, aren't shysters. They're just misinformed. They think that there is a shortcut and they think that there is a, a you know an easy button that they can just you know press and poof <laughs> they think that there's internet marketers out there that just you know they just woke up one day they found this ebook and they you know clicked <laughs> you know whatever and money came in that isn't the case it is always value in the marketplace and we teach you how to do that and you know the other thing with with people who are trying to get rich overnight is they need to stop looking at their results and they start they need to start looking at their habits because habits they dictate results. Mm. You can't change results. I can't change. I can't say I, I I want more money. All I can do is I can say, okay, my habits have made me this amount of money. Okay, then I just increase my habits. I make my habits better or smarter or more leveraged, like a blog. And that's one of the things with network marketing is, you know, I've done hundreds of home meetings, of Panera meetings, of you know Starbucks meetings, etc. The only difference is they're not leveraged. They happen in a slice of time and then they're gone. But when I do a blog, we get leads and sales from blogs that are four or five years old. They've been sitting out there forever. I haven't tweaked them. I haven't done anything to them. I didn't. I showed up one time for them, but you know, they're still getting me leads and sales. And that's a really, really important distinction when it comes to dominating any marketplace.
1: That's so smart.
2: I think I got to know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, if you could go back and tell your 18-year-old self some advice, what would that advice be?
3: I would say um, – think bigger, faster. And that, you know, I, I think maybe because, you know, I didn't, I didn't have the, you know, the greatest childhood or whatever, and, you know, had some, you know, some years of of abuse, et cetera. And I I think that I've kind of, I feel like throughout my life, I've kind of, you know, I've tiptoed in that I would, you know, I creep forward. Okay, can I do this? Okay, Okay. Okay. Can I do this? All right, great. Now, the good news is I always tended to go forward so I always, always had, you know, I, I always had my eye on the prize, but I, I always kind of stair-stepped. I always kind of, I feel like I, uh, you know, kind of baby-stepped toward these goals and I, and I would hit them and say, wow, I, I did it, you know, and then I'd have the next goal and I'd kind of baby-step there too. And, you know, if you look at, at our entrepreneur career, it took us, so I, I became a full-time entrepreneur in 2005. It took a full eight years to get to my first million-dollar year but it took less than a year to get to my second million. Mm, cool. <laughs> so every, every, you know, like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the, uh, that one national treasure where they have the, you know, that little key thing. Yes. And it's like, it's, you know, when you, when you turn one, it kind of unlocks another one and yep. it, you're decoupling the mystery, <laughs> right? That's really what we're doing. We're decoupling. Like when we hit a million a year, I was like, wow, that we did it. I think we could have done it a lot faster. And then we then we hit two million a year. I'm like, man, if I would have done this and this, God, we would have been, we would have done four. And you know, I have an immediate translation for those that may be opposed to hearing you know monetary goals or whatever. I just have an immediate translation of of value in the marketplace equals money. And so when I say millions, I think of how many people are Values. is that impacting. That's all I think about. Yeah. And so I just can just just for conversation's sake, I can just shorten it and talk about monetary goals. But, um, you know, that's that would be my my tip to myself is think bigger, faster, know that you can accomplish anything. Just go after it. Go after what you actually want versus listen to anybody else.
1: That's brilliant. <laughs> so as we're transitioning to close, right, um, is there sure. anything that we haven't covered that you want you know our community to know about?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think we we covered a lot. Um, You know, just know, I mean, there was there was a point in time where I was dead broke. I was in personal foreclosure. I had a million dollars in debt. My phone was blowing up every single hour from bill collectors that I was completely avoiding because what could I say to them? (laughs) And um, just know that no matter where you are, you can go to wherever you want to go. You just have to start focusing on where you want to go versus where you are. So stop looking at your current circumstances. Stop looking at your, the obstacles that are in front of you and just, just get it done. Just know that there have been people in worse situations than you that have created bigger success, so so can you.
2: Brilliant. that's th- yeah i don't think you can get much better than that but we're gonna try ray we're gonna try what <laughs> sage advice uh can you offer for our boss free ballers something that they can do in the next 24 48 hours that's really gonna help them get on the path kind of like what you said about as long as you kept going forward you knew we you, you knew you were going in the right direction kind of like that for our, our boss free ballers out there that that
3: something that they can use Sure. You know, what, one of the things one of the content creation strategies that I teach is ILT, which means invest, invest, learn, teach, um, invest your time or money to learn something and then teach it. So um, here's a quick tip for you. Take something that you learned from this podcast and, um, you know, write down either your favorite one to three tips um, and and create a video around it with a call to action. So that would look like this. It would look like, um, you know, first introduction, question, content, call to action. So introduction. Hi, my name is Ray. Um, Hey, uh, would you like to eliminate your boss today? Well, um, you know, that would be the question. Well, I'm going to share with you three tips to help you do that. Content, pick your three tips, or it could be one tip, could be two tips, out of this interview and share those and then have a call to action. Now, if you don't have a capture page, then just tell people to email you. So it could be, hi, my name is Ray. Hey, would you like to, to fire your boss today? Well, I'm going to give you three tips, so stick around. Here are my three tips. Hey, if you enjoyed that video and you'd like to connect with me, feel free to shoot me an email at rayhigdon.com. And so that is a something you can do in the next 10 minutes. Um, and that is really, it's it's one of the cornerstones of my business is I literally never hire a coach, hire a mentor, go to a course, uh, or buy a course, go to a seminar, go to an event without doing that. I'm constantly sharing what I'm learning with my audience, and they love it.
1: Love it. That's that so is, great. So that's it's a, like you're – no, I was just going to say that is literally the epitome of consistently adding value out there no matter what, right? Yeah. In any exchange, in any circumstance, conference, meeting – Etc. So it's no wonder you have had the incredible success that you have, Ray. Thank you so much for being on Bossy Society. Um, for our listeners, we will have all of Ray's information and a special, uh, special peek of, on his product coming out. Just stay tuned, and we'll give you more on that.
2: Value Bomb City Patty.
1: I know that was so good, Tim. I'm telling you, it was such a great show because of the fact that it's such an honor to have him. I'm such a um, a junkie for mindset. He covered so oh, much of that. I mean, you could totally. really sense that. That has really been one of the key attributes that he has implemented into his business and why he's so successful. But the other thing, of course, is his consistency. I mean, It was just right. so good.
2: Habit, habits. I mean, habits. that's what it go down to habits. Yeah. So I'm gonna take our boss-free ballers into the into the next room here, Patty, and I'm gonna, let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You heard Ray talking about blogging and how instrumental it's been in his practice, right? Absolutely. So you guys, you guys have two choices. You can jump in with two feet and be an early adopter and, and purchase Ray's course, or you can sit on your hands like you probably have done previously. Because think of it. Think of it though, Penny. Listen to what 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 was the example that Ray just talked about? He talked about an individual who was in the kitchen cabinet business. And he applied Ray's techniques to his business, and he brought him in eight hundred thousand dollars in, in in a short period of time.
1: Yeah, that dude was talking about kitchen cabinetry, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's that, that's I I wouldn't necessarily think you could apply th- things like that, to, to, you know, kitchen cabinets to the internet, right? Yeah,
1: and the and the fact of the matter is is that. At least in my mind, I had always talked about Ray as a network marketer, but the reality is is that he covered in his product um, that he's so proud of because he, he believes it is one of the most comprehensive products out there for blogging. He, and he gave that example of his friend who's made that $800,000 plus in kib- kitchen cabinetry, so meaning the tactics, the methodology – and all of that within that product is going to cover everything. So whether you're talking about network marketing, whether you're talking about the best new mouse trap, or kitchen cabinetry or or colorful socks, it doesn't matter. It sounds like Ray's uh, new product has all of that and then some. So we invite you to take a look at more information on this amazing product at a com forward slash show 20 show two zero so s h o w two zero for more on the product you're going to see um, a little snapshot what it's all about you'll hear more from us we invite you to take a look and again just like tim said i mean take action on this stuff right if this incites that trigger and you're like what that's something i can dig or i love writing i just don't know how the hell to how to organize it all just take a look guys one of the things that has been so pivotal for my success and in replacing my income in a crazy short time is I take action and I also invest in myself. That really you is it. You have you to. You
2: have to invest in yourself. So, That's absolutely. the key. That's the key.
1: So we invite you to take a look, again, bossfreesociety.com at our show notes, bossfreesociety.com forward slash show 20 and you let us know what you think make sure to give us a ratings and review we appreciate those greatly and if you have any ideas for a guest that you'd like to see on the show if you want to be a guest and you want to bring your story to the air with us please reach out to us as well we invite you to do that at society.com. thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time
0: bye-bye thank you for listening to the boss free society podcast if you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other Boss Free Minded Peaks at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.